basic needs, whether they be food, clothing, or warmth. They won't consider taking responsibility for helping fund the low-income heating assistance program. This hearing today was not an attempt to hold ExxonMobil and other oil companies accountable for what has happened over the past several months. Uh, this was a kabuki play by the leadership to save itself from plotting poll numbers. Some analysts say today's hearing is a result of a culmination of public outcry by the Republicans that risk being the victims of a public backlash during the election of 2006. However, it is unlikely that this hearing will translate into any actual legislative action against the companies. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Anastasia Gnizditska in Washington, D.C. Free Speech Radio News is produced at Pacifica Stations, KPFA in Berkeley and KPFA in Los Angeles. Free Speech Radio News is an independent, worker-run collective. For more information, check out our website at www.fsrn.org. In Los Angeles, I'm Aura Bogado. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets, Closets are for clothes. clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Hello. Hi. It's Wednesday, November 9th, which is, it seems so weird to be saying it's November already. I don't think it's right. And I don't think it is either. And neither is the news that you told me on the way into the station that it's probably going to snow tonight. That's what I heard. And, you know, I'm wary of these things because I think what happens is people are like, oh, it's getting really cold. I bet it's going to snow. But uh, I did hear it on the news that there are going to be rain showers and maybe some snow. Maybe some spits and mm-hmm. stuff. Of snow. It's supposed to get down to 30. Yeah. it. Well, I mean, it, it's chilly now. Yeah. But it wasn't very... It was nice earlier. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, so... I'm Christy Cardinal, and the other person talking is Meredith Hockman, and Dan's here too, but he's, <laughs> he's on, on the, the phone. phone. <laughs> so he he with our our one of our guests this evening, so he'll be joining us in a minute. How are you, Meredith? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? That's not a satisfactory answer. Darn Meredith. it! I'm fine. I can't believe again. I can't believe it's it's November, and I'm leaving for New York a week from tomorrow. Wow! I mean, a week from Friday. Wow! And so I feel like to, for Thanksgiving, yeah. I feel like, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving's going to be here. Then it's going to be, you know, the Christmas holiday 
season and then well that's already started you know some i was driving home yesterday from the gym and i heard christmas carols on my radio yeah well they've been going on a certain radio station since november 1st that's just not right it's not right and i'm all about the happy holidays i am full of cheer and joy Mm -hmm. love them even though you know really not primarily my holiday season right for my religion, I I got to tell you, I love myself some Christmas. But frankly, if I have to listen to Christmas carols at this time of year, I'm, I'm not, not happy. Ready. I'm no. not ready yet. You can do it a couple of days after, the Monday after Thanksgiving, I feel See, like. See, I'm even ready for it on the day of Thanksgiving. I can even yeah. handle it. Because, you know, TNT always does a Christmas story all day long right. on Thanksgiving. That sort of gets me in the mood. It's it's a good kickoff. And then sometime during the Thanksgiving weekend, we always watch a Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. National Lampoon's a Christmas oh. vacation. Is Rusty still in the Navy? One of the best <laughs> Christmas movies ever. Um, oh, my God. My favorite Christmas song is from that movie. Yeah? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Malakalikimaka. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that that should be the Closets Are For Clothes Christmas song. Shouldn't it this be? This year. It's, I, yeah, it's totally. It's the greatest. I just love that. It's yes. the funniest movie. So that always sets up the mood. And mm-hmm. although sometimes I have been known, some years, I have been known to around about this time of year, mm-hmm. what, like Bring that movie on my family. Let's watch Christmas <laughs> Vacation and then go to Bronner's oh. like the next day. Last year was my first trip to Bronner's. Overwhelming. It is overwhelming. It is overwhelming indeed. I like that they try to throw in one or two Jewish items amongst the Christmas yes. cheer. I, have you seen the in the tree of... Or in the Christmas tree of nations display thing they have. They have an Israeli Christmas tree. I know. And it sort of has this weird Jewish touch to it. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> does. Like, it has, it's blue and white. Yep. And it's got. It's got like a menorah. Mm, it's like a dreidel. Right. Yep. <laughs> totally does. We actually bought one of the dreidels for our Christmas tree. Did you really? Yeah, we totally did. That's nice of uh, you. Well, I'm all for it. I love stuff like that. I, I love the cross pollination. Oh, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. I think we cool. bought a friend of ours. Last year, like beer, like little ornament beer steins, because she's from Germany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like the greatest place to go. Like you could just go be overwhelmed by the yeah, tchotchkes, as we call them. In, yes, in it my is community, over- the tchotchke overwhelming. <laughs> but I do enjoy that. And you know, it used to have actually others a lot more uh less christmas it had a lot of christmas don't get me wrong it mm-hmm. was like christmas threw up in there <laughs> <laughs> but it also used to have much bigger sections for other holidays too oh really like it had a saint patrick's day one and a valentine's day one mm-hmm. and fourth of july not huge areas probably the size of the studio we're in right now so like which is huge right. giant <laughs> it's like you know eight by eight or something some right section like that um but they don't so much have that anymore, which I find kind of disappointing because I like to have, like last year, I mean, they do still have a little bit of it. Like last year when we went, I bought uh, a shamrock glass Christmas ornament. Oh. See, I like right. to mix the holidays yeah. around. I actually think you that's probably, it's really nice. It's like mm-hmm. a nice, this is my year. Right. I like to do it that but way. Isn't that what you do at the end of the year anyway? Hi, this is Dan Burns. Hi, Dan. Hi. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pops kinda. in. Thought I'd swing by, say hi. <laughs> I was impressed by He's their Hummel swinger. collection. Yes. Oh, yeah. And th- that's the primary reason my other friend went with us was because she was like, I have to see the Hummel collection. And I was like, really? <laughs> I like all the different lights. Yeah. 
all the different strings of lights, chili peppers and snow mm-hmm. people and pepper, you know, mm-hmm. tomatoes, whatever. They right. got everything. Dilbert. Yeah. Right. Anything you could Dilbert. want in a string of lights they would have there. Yeah. How are you, Dan? I, I'm kind of in, in a bit of a flurry, so I'm kind of like uh, partly here and partly you're, not here. You're multitasking like a bastard. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Since you got here about 20 minutes ago. Exactly. So You are very good at that multitasking thing. I try. I try to do that, you know. it's not, I'm not always successful, but, you know. Yeah. Some you know. people are never successful at that. Right, right. Well, I remember asking a friend of mine who I had truly, like, so admired him um, because she was just one of the one of the people in my life that was very, very successful. And I asked her, like, so how do you multitask? And she just kind of like looked at me like, you you just do, you right. know. And I'm just like, yeah, but you know, wh- how, how like this? And um, and she just couldn't quite explain it explain it to me. So I'm quite flattered over the fact that you guys are commenting on my multitasking skills. Well, you have been doing it. Though as soon as I said that, you stopped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I was on the air and had to concentrate. Exactly. <laughs> you were talking, no longer listening. It required all of your <laughs> exactly. concentration. Exactly. So, um, And plus, I was wondering if I was making a lot of noise on the air. So. You are, you crinkle, are crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> better be some candy at the end of that wrapper. <laughs> So, candy, candy, candy. That's right. So, my God, so I take it, because um, I also was helping to prepare for uh, one of our interviews tonight, and so I got in late. So, um, I take it one of us went to uh, Frankenmuth? No. no. Oh. We were commenting on how quickly, Chrissy asked me how I was. Jen, you okay. gotta catch up. Now we're gonna rehash for our <laughs> and they're gonna be like, we were talking about going there as part of the holiday tradition. Oh, gotcha. None of us have actually no. been yet this year. You don't See, do I that, do you? No, Mm-mm. because I already. You're not disgusted. jovial, are you? No. See. Mm. No, not You're at all. You're screwed, aren't you? Oh, am I ever. This is the time of year that I get very, like, easily to anger because of just how. I mean, they already have. Like mm-hmm. Christmas stuff up and oh, w- yeah. or yeah. another another we, radio we, station we, was that we talked yeah. about that. Oh, I'm I was so traumatized. Since November first, they've been playing Christmas songs. Oh, I See, just like come on. I'm okay with the Christmas songs, but like I told Christy, not this early. You're ruining right. it. I am. Yeah. I'm all about the holidays myself. I am not Christian. We, either. unlike you, right. are not I think holiday it's a good time. time. <laughs> I like I like the fritz and glitz and the yes. I like the tchotchkes and, and the hanging. Yeah. Yeah, I love all that stuff, but I don't want it yet. Right. Like, it's not special when you explode it in July and keep having it for six months. Yes, exactly. It's not special at all, and I don't appreciate it. Right. One of my favorite places to go shopping has already, like, overwhelmed my senses with Christmas. With the red and green? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I would be more apt to buy stuff if you didn't put it out this early. And I bet there are people who are like, Mm -hmm. ooh, Christmas, it's July, let's buy it now. That's right. (laughs) That's right. No, right. I like my people think you're getting a good deal come. by buying it this early. They're right. not. No. Or I'm getting ahead of the game. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is I used to get into right. the whole thing of, you know, <coughs> getting getting all my all my um, 
presents and gifts Everything ready before way. yeah before the season even began. No way. I'm the queen of the last minute. Yeah, me too. I feel I do my best work under pressure. I and agree. that includes shopping for presents and decorating. Me too. Well, decorating is... Decorating I like doing Decorating ahead of time. is always done the week, the but, Thanksgiving weekend but in my house. But adding on to always. the decorations, I feel, happens yes. up until... You, you continue to yeah. purchase and add on and readjust. and Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did All you hear about time. inverted Christmas trees? No. You hang them so from your ceiling with like the bigger, you know, with what the mm-hmm. top end down. And so... Do you know what I just realized we're doing? We're doing what we're complaining about. So we should stop talking oh, about Christmas. sorry. Yes, we should. Okay. We're doing what we're complaining. We, we were exactly what we're complaining about. Exactly. So, but dang. But one of the good things is that I, I've just been like uh, surprised. I mean, just amazed about the human anatomy. <laughs> I'm constantly amazed. I am just. What about your human anatomy? Are you surprised? Well, I just recently started physical therapy, and Mm -hmm. so because I've got um, because of my sports injury, and you know, and um, which when you're a top athlete, physical therapy is just a part of your everyday life. Oh, and learning how to ice it properly (laughs) and and tape it, taping it, you know, green tape, Uh, green tape. Thanks. Um, The you know, and learning how to do do all this stuff, and it's just it's it's. I just thought you just go, you exercise, and then you're done. You know, none of this, you know, uh, the reason why you have a sports injury is because you didn't exercise the smaller muscles. You're only exercising the bigger muscles. You know, you have to um, stretch properly or... I thought you were going to stretch up. for us. Well, I, 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 my knee recognized, started saying, uh, speaking of stretching. Um, and so it's just one of those things. I didn't realize how exercising was so complicated that being the athlete that I am, that um, and being at my peak performance was going to be so, um, so invigorated, like so involved. You know, oh, yeah. I just thought it was one of these things I just put, you know, half Your hour of my day. Your body is a wonderland, man. It is. <laughs> So it would, you know, and <laughs> thank you, John Mayer. <laughs> well, I mean, that was one of the things is apparently there's some muscle or some something. I don't have a pinched nerve or anything like this, but it's just one of those things that because of some of the stress I'm going through, my neck is very, very tight. And so it's blocking off the nerve and the blood to um, my shoulder. And so therefore, you're going to say your brain. Yeah. <laughs> that explains so much. Finally, an answer. <laughs> and so there, and so now it was like, wow. And so they've been working on my neck and suddenly my shoulders started like kind of burning and then all of a sudden it like snapped into play that snap but it kind of like click and it or pop and it just kind of went right in the spot and they were just working on my neck it was just like how did you do that like this or (laughs) you know i don't understand this or even when i went to see my doctor and he adjusted my rib and suddenly i had strength on my my thumb it's amazing it's all connected it really i'm realizing how well connected the you know the head bones connected to the neck bone and all that stuff Mm -hmm. well apparently it's more connected than than just just those two places yeah so it's 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 just it's amazing to me you know or well and the other thing too is i fell on the knee i'm working on and um so i kind of like i re-injured it and so it was it was just so frustrating but they they were and I couldn't like move it and things like this. So I went to see the PT person and she like did this release and control and or control or release or whatever. And sure enough, it's like moving again. And it says you know I still have like a the hot spot that hurts that I landed on, but at least I'm able to move it and use mm-hmm. it. And right. I'm like, how do you do this? I mean, I was like, I'm so amazed. And how all she do you did was, do your magic? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, understand. wow, you know. 
So it was kind of a, it, it's just been an amazing experience to kind of just rediscover my body again and, and <laughs> like, wow. We have somebody just tuned in. Yeah, right, exactly. And if it you was did just, just tune in, you are listening to, to, to Closets Are For Clothes. <laughs> you know. So. But, yeah. So it's just, that's been like. So you're discovering your, your body. I am. And just, you know, you know, and all the different parts. <laughs> what does this one do? Exactly. Let's play with this. So, I yes. don't think we should go any further with this conversation. I always talk about my toes. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, Christy, how yeah. are you? You know, I'm great. Woohoo! I'm great. I still don't have a job. Oh. No big deal. I got to tell you, staying at home is fun. It is fun. See? I don't, you know, I have my days that aren't fun, or my times of the day that aren't fun. But the big news, huge news, I have to share. Dun, 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 dun. My partner's pregnant. Oh, Yay! my gosh. That's so exciting. Yes. I love babies. <laughs> I love babies, too. Well, I hope so. Holy moly. <laughs> and we're going to have our very own. Yay. Woohoo. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh Thank you very much. Gosh. The baby is due on May 6th. Can we so have soon. a naming contest? Yes. We or are a pool? <laughs> we can... Whatever. <laughs> we will gladly accept a potential baby names. The deal is that we are not picking one or two. We're not going to have them beforehand. Okay. We're going to have a list of names that we like or think are all right. Okay. And then when we meet the baby, we're going to give it. A, we're going to pick a name. That's nice. Because uh, we don't think that we really should pick it before we know the kid. Because you know sometimes you can meet somebody who their name is Gertrude, but they really look like an Ashley. You know, yeah. like uh-huh. or they look like <laughs> yes. an a- their name is Ashley and they really look like a Gertrude. Like right. you want to kind of meet the person. So we're going to meet the baby first. But we have like a situation where we have two students at our office that like Sarah and Heather. Mm-hmm. They look very, very different, but the names work both for good for both of them. And so it's yeah. very, it's one of those things like, okay. Yeah, you know. I know what you're so, saying. So, yes. So we don't have, we have a few name rules. We don't have a lot, but okay. um, nothing too biblical. Oh, Tobias is out. Darn. Yeah. Um, so no Mary, you know. Although gotcha. Jesus might work. I don't hey, know, there kidding. you go. Javier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing too i guess plain but we also don't want it to be too strange okay not a short order i understand but if you're interested in contributing names to our baby name list meredith great i name. do love that name that's actually. too plain hey oh that's I right li- i do like the name <laughs> meredith actually i like it a lot um so if you are interested in submitting li- baby names to our list of names, you can send them to Christy at closetsontheair.com um, or you can just go to our website, closetsontheair.com and click on my name and it'll send an email to me. And I'll share the ever-burgeoning list with folks as it grows. I will tell you right now, as long as long, I will also share Danielle's ever-burgeoning belly with everyone. Um, the na- <laughs> list of names we have right now, we like Ruby. That's a good name. Love the name oh. Ruby. Um, and also we like the name Orlando. Interesting. Gotcha. Different. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Orlando would be an ice skater. <laughs> he might be. He might be. He might be. Um, and I like the name Daisy a lot, but Danielle thinks that that sounds bad. Okay. I like the name Sierra. But no one ever really likes that name. I don't like that name very I much. I really like that name. I've known some Sierra people, people named Sierra that I really like, but I've never... It's not a name you'd like. I've never... 
Name a kid that. Name a kid that. But the list can grow as long and plentiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have. And how do you spell Christy? So if they want to do a Christy at. Oh, good point. Closets on My the name air. is spelled strangely. Just a little. C R I S T Y at closetsontheair.com. So you can, or you can just go to closetsontheair.com. My name's there, and you That's can right. find it. Thank you for pointing that Not out. Not a problem. <laughs> you That's think of why everything. I'm here. <laughs> so I will continue to share. We did. Um, I I did. We have a picture, an, an ultrasound picture, that was taken at 11 weeks. Um, she's now almost 15 weeks pregnant. So I was going to say, wait a minute here. May that means it's not a recent pregnancy. Nope. So it's more like she's no, like three months in. <laughs> almost. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, she's been a little freakish about telling people. Yeah. I, I've met a lot of women who are like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and finally it came to light today that it's about being the center of attention. She doesn't like uh, to be the center of attention, which I've always known about her. But it's like, but I I do. So let yeah. me tell people. <laughs> you don't have to tell anyone. I'll just tell them. I'll tell them. I'll I'll say it. <laughs> yes, and I finally. But I said to her, I was like, it's getting to be absurd. Gotcha. The restrictions that you're starting to look pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. we have to start telling people. There you go. You know, like, wow. depending on the shirt you wear, it's pretty obvious. Yes. Interesting. So, yes. And, we have to and start do telling you know people. if it's a boy or a girl? No. Well, do you want to know, know beforehand? I don't, we don't care. Okay. I mean, if we find out, we find out. But if we don't, we don't okay. as well. In 19 weeks, we have the comprehensive ultrasound. 19 or 20. One of those two. Anyway, and that's like serious business ultrasound. It's like, an, you know, they really look at it. They try, and that's when you can find out the sex if you want to know. Gotcha. Um, and we said that if we find out, we find out. If we don't, that's fine, too. Now, when does she start feeling... So I don't know anything about this pregnancy stuff. So, does, like, when does she, like, realize <laughs> it starts kicking and all that good stuff? Uh, soon. You mean soon. quickening? The quickening. That's called the quickening. Oh, the quickening. Yeah, the movement. The, the movement. movement of the baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... And gotcha. that any day now. Okay. She thinks she might have felt something like a week and a half ago, but oh. then she doesn't. Now she doesn't think she did. Oh, I was gonna say it's already. Advanced. It's like wishful yeah. thinking. It was kind wishful of like thinking. Like she had gas, and right. she was like, oh. <laughs> "I will tell you that we went to the doctor and we listened to the baby's heartbeat." Uh huh. And you, when it's this small, it's a little harder to hear the heartbeat. Okay. However, um. You, you could hear it kick. We could hear oh. the the because mo- it's in a stack of amniotic fluid, uh-huh. right? So it's in water, essentially a liquid. And so when it would click or kick, you, it would go bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Aww. So we're calling it the bean. Currently. There you go. Okay. Because when we first saw the very first ultrasound, <gasps> it looked like a bean. Uh, Lima. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so Bob <laughs> Schneider is here. Bob! Bob! Bob Schneider is here, and he's thinking that we're going to be speaking with somebody from John Dingle's office. Yes. We need to correct that erroneous... Yes. Well, misinformation, because I, in fact, told him <laughs> that that was the case, um, but we weren't able to get somebody from John Dingle's office on, oh. um, but we're going to talk to you about John Dingle. Yes. Okay. Instead. <laughs> yes. Hope and you're ready for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why would we, ta- we be talking about John Dingle? Why would we be talking about John Dingle, Bob? <laughs> well, so, since you didn't get hold of him, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up this weekend is something... Yes, actually, uh, yeah. this Friday night is... Uh, oh, actually, all day Friday is Veterans Day, and this Friday night on the 11th from 7 to 9.30, rap is... 
hosting an evening of recognition and remembrance, and we're honoring John Dingle, who, if you haven't heard by now, is in December 50 years in Congress. He's wow. a third longest sitting or standing uh, representative, and if he lasts till, I think, January, he'll be the second longest. If he lasts till 2009 somewhere, he'll he'll have the record. Wow. Basically. Uh, Who's number one? Is it Helms or is it? Uh, no, he was a senator. No. Oh, he was a senator. No. Oh, okay. Whoever it is, he's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> or she. Or, or she. I don't, I don't, <laughs> whatever. But uh, this is the third year Raps had the event, and uh, we decided to honor John Dingle. Well, not just because he's been there for 50 years. He's he's relatively new to Washtenaw County. There yeah. was the last uh, uh, primary there's, there was um, redistricting, and uh, he now has Washtenaw County in addition to uh, territory to the east of us. Anyway, yeah. it's not just his 50 years in Congress, but he has, if you look at his uh, track record in legislation, he's supported, back, sponsored his statements on the floor. is basically very strong civil rights record, mm-hmm. equal rights record. Uh, more recently, I think it was when it was a year, year, a little more than a year ago when the, there was a, some debate about getting a national or a federal marriage amendment in, defining marriages between a man and a woman. Dingle was one of the many people that voted that down and Fantastic. spoke out very uh, angrily on the, fo- the floor about the arrogance of people that think they can, you know, well, Let's tell other people what to do with and, their lives. And how to love, right. Yes. Right. Anyway, so we're, we're honoring him. It's also connected with... Uh, there's a House bill, proposed House bill, H.R. 1059, called the Military Readiness Enhancement Act, hmm. which has been drafted by uh, you know, Congressman Nardi Meehan of Massachusetts initially. And uh, and how can we enhance our military? Uh, by <laughs> by getting oh, nice of you to ask. By getting one. Uh, dumping don't ask, don't tell, which was mistakenly put in by by Clinton and. Mm-hmm. The Congress uh, back in '92, uh, <clears throat> getting rid of "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," but more importantly, the bill will. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little hoarse. No, oh. there, that's better. Anyway, uh, the bill will get rid of discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. It'll add that as one of the uh, protected clauses. So, so we'll be like uh, virtually all of our major allies. Uh, all of the, all of the coalition of the willing and, and the unwilling uh, will be vir- virtually you know catch up with the rest of the world. Uh, it's been circulating around. It was drafted by me and, and with the help of service members, Legal Defense Network, SLDN, and it's uh, got about I think a hundred signatures now. It's semi bipartisan. It's got a few actually ultra conservative. Uh, Republican legislators, including a decorated Vietnam War veteran, Gilcrest from Maryland, and uh, and Congressman Dingle about three weeks ago uh, signed on as the first Michigan congressman to be a co-sponsor. So, so that, that those two things are being linked. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I also found out something today. I've been going under the mistaken uh, impression that. Because I was in Ireland three years ago, and my kids with my kids, and 
we were in the town of Dingle, and we loved it. It was where the Dingle dolphin lives and oh. everything else. So I just figured he was Irish, but with a different spelling. But uh, and I inquired today from his staff before we push that too far. He's Polish and very proud of it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it, the event is uh, down in Carytown, uh, second floor above Hollander's uh, paper store, just across the street from the concert house. Uh, it's, I say, there'll be good appetizers, good, uh, wonderful finger pastries by Ivan Brown after the presentations, Great. wine, red and white, uh, a little bit of talk, a little bit of presentations, but and some. Uh, Two vocal groups, and, and so is it, um, obviously, we're. I think you're also honoring more than just John Dingle at the. the we're event. honoring, in addition to John Dingle, and then and saluting "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" veterans. Unfortunately, we well, we, you can't identify them. We thought we'd be able to have names of of uh, service members mm-hmm. who've been discharged. Uh, the military doesn't keep them by by state. It's by this where they're stationed is. Is our discharge thing? So, but we do have, in addition to for that, uh, Colonel Amy Corder, who's a former commandant of the Michigan Civil Air Patrol, lives up in South Lyons. She's going to be, she's on the executive board as co-chair of SLDN, Service Members Legal Defense Network. Okay. And she's coming down to <coughs> talk about where the where that bill is, its current status, and when it might start being uh, called to the floor. And she'll also be introduce uh, a, the mother of a, a, a P-flag mom whose daughter was discharged uh, from Air Force ROTC in uh, Colorado, University of Colorado, and asked to pay the $30,000 tuition scholarship back. Oh, my goodness. After she discovered herself that she was lesbian and, and I believe was outed in the process. And uh, a, another gal who's transgender, uh, who served in the submarine corps of the uh, U.S. Navy and is now in law school and and going to get married in mm. Windsor, Ontario shortly. Uh, they'll be sort of representative of, of people who have been affected by either don't ask, don't tell, or other discriminatory practices. And we are saying a, a warm thank you and farewell to uh, Ann Arbor Police Chief Dan Oates, Mm. who, as far as rap's concerned, has done a very good job uh, reaching out to the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. He has indeed. Uh, and all the other sort of groups, the faith community, the, the Ann Arbor Symphony community has been very involved since he's been here. And mm. and uh, we'd just like to say thank you to Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, sneak preview, we do sing uh, a rousing rendition of the Muppets Rainbow Connection and Dan Oates said that if he was asked to, he's not a singer, but he could probably c- conduct it. Oh! <laughs> I was going to say he was going to do solo. <laughs> no, some of the entertainment is, uh, you know, Jim Toy, of course. Ah, right. Anyway, uh, Jim is going to be doing, since he is, Veterans Day is originally Armistice Day. And Jim and I go back a few years. We can remember things like that. <laughs> and Jim is going to be singing some cabaret songs as Marlena Dietrich and drag. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be like. Oh, it's fabulous. He does such okay. a fabulous job. Well, I'm glad you're the second person who told me. I've seen yes. it to be very good or very bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that'll be followed by a, a sort of an ad hoc 
men's uh, gay men's chorus group, ten of us, called Desperate Measures. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. uh, we're doing uh, one, actually one love song, Gender Bender, which that's not the name of the love song. Oh, okay. Oh, I was like, I've like, wow. <laughs> never heard that. that. Yeah. I know a lot it's, of music. It's a, it's a love song that's, I think it's in its original wording is she is my slender small love, but we change all the she's to he's and it becomes gotcha. very tender and absolutely ridiculous. Great. Uh, and a few other things. but uh, Now, Desperate Measures, is it anything, any relation to Measure for Measure? Uh, not officially. We all oh, happen okay. to be refugees from Measure for Measure. Ah, okay. We're, we're not allowed to claim any affiliation. They, okay. will, they will not claim us. <laughs> um, well, I think you should say you would not claim them. <laughs> well, we basi- basically uh, were... We just happen to both be in both singing groups. Ah, okay. And uh, but this is basically this is the second time we've sung in public. The oh. first, the first was the opening uh, night of Together in Faith conference. Oh, okay. Back in August, and uh, we were such a hit. Uh, we're not going to sing any Latin Gregorian chants that like we did there, but okay, it's going to be fun music. Just. So there's a little bit of entertainment, and I'm glad you reassured me about Jim Toy. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yes, oh, he, yeah. I've seen him do it a couple of times, or at least once, I should say. Okay. And it was fabulous. He, and, he just uh, he takes it to the nth degree. So. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I, I was, <laughs> was going to be pretty, pretty nervous. Uh, there'll be before and after the uh, presentation in, in the middle of the evening, the Noah Kramer trio. Uh, three community high school kids that have been playing a lot now in, uh, around town in wow. the Hark, recent Hark, uh, Ann Arbor Wine yeah. Cellar fundraiser. Yes. And a few other things. Which so. I heard, by the way, was a, a huge success. Oh, Great good. success. Oh, my gosh. Wonderful. They had like 130 people or something like that. And there uh, was, it was a big success. Very, I think it's, I told, uh, Martin and Keith, who were the co-chairs of it, that, uh, I liked that that type of thing a lot better than dining for dollars because ah. people were really circulating and mm-hmm. you didn't end up sitting down at the table with six or eight people and suddenly chow down and not talk yes. to anybody else. So right. somebody, very could successful. Be, somebody could be listening to us right now drinking our wine. That's right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> let, let me just get one more pitch in for oh, Friday evening. Uh, Certainly. Uh, we do, we'd like to have reservations so we can tip off the caterers. Uh, but we do, last year we had about a dozen or so walk-ins. Uh, if you'd like to get your name on the list and have a real name tag, you call <laughs> call me at seven three four six six five 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 two four, or the email address is all one word rap event w r a p e v e n t at comcast dot net, and that way you'll get not only uh, well you you'll get a name tag. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. That's very important. Uh, the, the, and you'll get food. You'll get food. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll get food, and uh, it's designed as a break-even thing. It's thirty-five dollars a oh. person. Six. Oh, so it's, right. we're not allowed to say that. <laughs> it has. But you can find out more information. More information <laughs> Call by c- calling me, and you can get a special discount the more of you there are, and uh, it, it's, it'll be a fun event. I think it's great. One of the, one of the but it's it's really designed to say thank you to. Our uh, LGBTA allies 
there's our supporters out there, public officials, whether they're elected or or are not elected. Right. Uh, it's well, they have done really good so thank work. Thank you for their for their mm-hmm. su- for their support, which yes. which is you all know we uh, value and need. And oh, definitely. If we're ever gonna change a few things. Yes. So. Well, like, it's a great way to do community support. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the community building, I mean. It's just because what a great way to to feel connected to the community by being thanked or or being acknowledged for the work that you do. Right. And, and that's a great way to, um, you know, bring people together. And, yeah. um, and it also encourages people to take note that, wow, you know, they, they got thanked. I mean, like Dan Oates. Yeah. Um, I mean, he didn't have to come to us and talk to us about anything. I mean, no, he could have just took care of it himself and yeah. felt, do whatever he yeah, felt. Yeah, I think that's a good good example. Dan's immediately coming in yes. to the, the gay community, LGBTA community. Yep. And uh, and and the fact that um, it may encourage the next one who's going to replace Dan, which I don't know who that person is, but nope. may it's me. That's it's the you. new job I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> We're in deep doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> All our secrets will be revealed. Sorry. Um, but yes, yeah, so that they're you know that they'll encourage the next person that's going to be filling that spot, those shoes. Yeah, I think it's 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 important. I don't. I don't know as past police chiefs have or have not reached out, but Dan has been very visible. In he the certainly community. has. He certainly Even, has. Yeah, Christy. No, 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 no. I was just agreeing yes, with you. Yes, yes Chief Cardinal. Yeah. Or is it Cardinal? It's Cardinal, Cardinal. like the bird. Ah. I like Cardinal once you become chief. Yeah, probably. If I ever got a title like that, I would make it fancier. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. So definitely. So it's this Friday. This Friday from 7 to 9.30 at Carytown uh, Market and Shops on 4th Ave. Uh, I think it's 4.7 or something, 4th Ave. Uh, Second floor above Hollander's Paper Store, the former workbench building. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you enter from... The market side rather than the street side. It, there'll be Signs people out there, and, you know, directing you and everything. But great! If you can call me six six five 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 two four. If you just wake up from a nap at six o'clock Friday and don't have a place <laughs> to go, and haven't called me, just uh, say we won't turn anybody away. But right, calling in advance guarantees a nicely printed name tag. Exactly. Well, great, great, Bob. Thank you so much You're on welcome. such short notice for coming out um, and reminding us about this event that's happening on Friday. Um, I'm sorry, I keep missing the time of the event. Oh, seven, seven o'clock. Okay, seven o'clock, and then the presentation starts seven forty-five, and the entertainment about eight fifteen, and then from eight thirty to nine thirty, it's I just say some more wine and wonderful pastries. Actually, the pastries you'll love them. Uh, <laughs> hazel hazelnut chocolate triangles little places but then mixed fruit tartlets not tarts but tartlets wow. and how gay is that that is and, I'm going to say and then gay. white chocolate and passion fruit cream puffs also super gay oh it's just but Ivan is a magnificent uh, pastry chef and he just does it uh, as a part time on the side so that that alone is worth 
coming for. Certainly, sure it is. Thanks again so much. Thank you. Um, And good luck with Friday. And and also, you know what? Thank you, Bob, for all the work you do in our community as well. I mean, you are putting on an event, but I don't think we've ever said thank you as you've been on our show. Oh, thank you. Yes. So doing all that work behind the scenes. So great. Thank you. Yes. I'd be remiss uh, saying that Meredith Hochman is in charge of decorations. Uh Uh-oh. Sweet. Strippers. (laughs) 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 How gay or how lesbian is that? (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) My goodness. This is a... <laughs> and this is going to be a very inter- interesting uh, transition. Our, yeah, <laughs> I, I dare you to why, pull it out smoothly. This is why we need music. Th- that's because there could have been yeah. stripper music. That's right. Greg could be help. Greg, <laughs> bow, <laughs> bow, wow. That's Greg's job. <laughs> so we're joined on the phone oh. by someone, and we are very grateful that Anthony um, Baduka is joining us. Um, he has recently. Um, um, we're next. Sorry. Uh, next. Sorry, that was uh, a microphone being moved there. Um, the um, not a whale dying. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! Oh my I was. Gosh. To- I told Anthony. Did you, did you warn him about our I problem? I did not. I told him we were professionals. <laughs> that we were, you know, top notch. You know. And that was your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony's like, Anthony, oh. he's a liar. <laughs> So anyway, Anthony Paducah is on the phone, and um, he is going to be joining, um, uh, he's actually going to be in town next Wednesday um, at 7 o'clock at Common Language. He's going to be doing a book signing uh, for uh, Tapas on the Ramblas, um, which is a mystery series uh, with Russell Quant. It's the third one, right? It is the third one, exactly. Um, and there have been uh, previous uh, previous books, like for instance, the second one, which is Flight of the Aquaville. I think Aquavit. it was. Aquavit. I'm sorry, I can't even read my own uh, writing here. Aquavit. <laughs> it's okay, Dan. Um, and where he had won the Lambda Literary Award for Gay Men's Mysteries. So, um, welcome, Anthony, to Closets Are for Clothes. Well, well and, we um, to- there's been, and so. Um, I've, I heard him a little bit. I, d- I thought I did too, or I didn't Faintly. know. If- I thought that was outside. Oh, it's outside. Oh, okay. Well, tell us what's the title. His this is the, the tell us what's the first book. Well, the first book. Um, I'm gonna let you actually. It's Amuse Bouche. Thank you, Amuse Bouche. And the Bouche is French for mouth. Oh. And and apparently this book partly takes place in France, which might explain the. Ah. I think Amuse Bouche might be laughing mouth. There we go. Smiling mouth. Something. Okay. Um. I, I'm th- I'm guessing I could be totally off base. Okay, uh, that's okay. But and um um, but Russell, this is a, a, a three part series with Russell Quant. Um, and actually, there's a fourth one that's going to be coming out soon as well. Um, called Stain of the Berry. Um, uh, but we'll have to check with um, and that's Anthony. the gayest title yet. <laughs> what, what was the of title? these books? Stain of the Berry. <laughs> and um, um, I'm tired of just fit. Uh, yeah. Well, well, the, he, he apparently had gone through several different ones um, that were a little bit. We'll have to ask him about the other titles that he had for the fourth book. That oh, he had a, that was the final winner after that like was. many. Yes. Contest? Exactly. Or well, actually, as he was developing the title, because apparently one of the things I was reading was that he um, comes up with the title um, pretty much ahead of time. He already has an idea of what the mm-hmm. title will be, and then as he writes the book. That was um, going to be one of my questions. Well, we can ask him still. Well, um, Is that how you do it? 
you How know. are we going to ask him still? You kind of ruined it, Dan. Well, I mean, <laughs> he may not know we actually um, already revealed that. So oh, we can confirm. We can confirm. You always make it harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Clearly, and I And I think it. that's not the first time Dan's heard that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. At least not from Meredith. But anyway. <laughs> Make up for Greg, I'll tell you. Um, so, but Russell Quant is basically an ex-cop that be- becomes a uh, private investigator, and he has this like urban taste to a uh, that, like for instance, in in fashion and wine and food and things. So he um, he's gay, in other words. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's a gay metrosexual. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, but it's it's it, it very fun. Um, definitely keeps keeps you interested. Um, with some of the, um, the I'm a oh. big fan of mystery novels, especially uh-huh. ones that are written in serial form. Uh-huh. So I may have to check out the Russell Quant. I'm series. like you. I love those kind of. Books. I love them. You know the Kinsey Milhone stuff and the. Re- 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 Read it. I can't say it. But other mystery Rita books. Brown. Oh, there yeah, the, yeah, yeah. those stuff. Yeah. yeah, I like. With the cat. Mm-hmm. And the Janet Ivanovich things, the yeah. number series. M is uh, for murder, those ones. Yeah. Grafton, those are oh. Yeah. I like that stuff. Well, and he's also won other awards. Like, for instance, there's the, um, in 2004, he won the Arthur Ellis Award, um, which is uh, f- a Canadian crime writing. Um, so uh, not awards. even gay fiction exactly. sort of award. That's it's just a, a mainstream sort of yes. sort of one. So he's definitely had several different um, awards or been noted for his writing, and this was something that he just kind of decided that he this is a, a job. This is what he wanted to do with his life, and yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious. I sure hope we get to talk to him. Soon. I, I know Alex <laughs> is working f- uh, furiously. Excited yes. as you've been talking, I've come up with a few questions in my head. So there we go. I'm excited to talk to. Anthony Baduka, uh, yes, Baduka, yes, and actually you can check out his website, um, which is www.anthony a n t h o n y Baduka b i d u l k a um, dot com, and um, and you can kind of check out the various books and. Um, and some and of you the, can come Friday, or actually, it's going to be Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. next Sorry. week. Um, that's one of the things. That, that's why we don't have <laughs> on, them on next week. Right, because you can drive in your car, listening to closets, mm-hmm. and go to Common Language after immediately after our show at seven o'clock. Exactly, and enjoy some wine hors d'oeuvres and things. You know, right. I'm not sure they're going to be as classy as this uh, Friday's event uh, with rap, but um, uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> He's Sorry. trying everything in there. He certainly is. Up. I'm expecting to see him wrap himself in tinfoil and like hold one leg up and be like, right. "Okay, try it now." Put one, no, put one leg in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one of us say, "No, a little higher, Alex." Alex is the super engineer. Yeah, he is, and he will do anything for us. He, which he is will. So he wonderful. came racing in here tonight, sweaty. Yeah. Like, How are you guys? <laughs> like he was like racing. He just, 
had to see us. Oh. It was awesome. It felt really good that it he does. was so excited to be here. Exactly. And Poor now, Alex is like, they don't pay me enough to do this. Wait a second. I'm a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> poor Alex. Oh, poor Alex. Man. I think it, and I, 10 bucks says it's only our show that got yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure of it. Oh, oh, because yeah. I tend to break things at work, and I tend to be the only person who breaks things. So some of it is my karma. I fully admit uh-huh. that. I broke well, you know, it's shredder We today. could conceivably have Anthony on next week prior to his... Well, it's going to be his, close. It'll yes. be close, but yes. we could have it you know, right at the top of our show. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation with him very briefly. Right. Just in case we're not able to get stuff situated for tonight. It would be very sad if we didn't do that. Right. Um, where will Anthony be coming from to do his reading? Where's he at? Well, he's he's on he's like on tour, so um, so he's he, everywhere. Right. So he's just like he just came back from tour, and then he's going to be leaving and coming okay, to. Well, where's he from? I guess was more what I was trying to ask. That's a good question. That's a very good question. We can ask Anthony. <laughs> I'm guessing it's Canada. I was well, going to say. I am but too, Canada but is huge. Right. So it could be lots know, of places. In lots Canada. of yeah. places. Yeah, exactly. So, but I thought we could definitely. Um, now Alex has got a cell phone, man. I feel no. so bad for oh. him. Oh no! He's doing all. He's fancy in there. That Alex. Yes, exactly. So should we do a little news? I think we should yeah, do a little let's do news. Yeah, news. All right. Well, this right off the presses. Um, this one um is sort of following up on some stuff that Bob was talking about about the federal anti-marriage amendment. Um, it was voted out of committee um this afternoon, I believe. Wow. And so it is likely to go to a vote of the full... I'm sorry, that wasn't right. I didn't... Okay, <laughs> all right. The Federal Marriage Amendment was approved by a Senate subcommittee Wednesday and is likely to go to the vote of the full Judiciary Committee next week. Um, so for people who don't know how the process works in terms of the Senate, somebody introduces... A, if you missed the the song, you know... Anyway. How a bill becomes yes, a bill. Yes, how a bill Yeah, I'm just a bill. Um, basically, it gets introduced, it gets put into a committee and that committee occasionally has subcommittees that meet uh. to talk about a bill that subcommittee then has to agree to send it back to the full committee the in this case the judiciary committee that then votes again he has hearings and then they send it back out onto the senate floor for it to be voted on gotcha but what i learned this today in lansing is that oftentimes why things don't get hearings is because they don't have enough votes in the full senate or the full house and it's like not good etiquette to send something onto the floor that you know there aren't votes for oh just so you know um it basically again would define marriage as the union between a man and a woman um and it was introduced by senator sam brownback who is um potentially running for why are you looking at me like so it this bill will define it defines marriage as as between the union between a man and a woman. So then why is this beneficial to our community? It's not It's not beneficial to our community. Well, I thought we were also saying, oh, is this different than the one that's going to remove... Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Okay, sorry. Yes, yeah. This is the federal marriage amendment. Oh, okay. Um, it was introduced by Senator Brownback, who's expected to be a candidate for the GOP presidential nominations in 2008 so there's some speculation that he's trying to rev up those conservative base of of the gops um and um arlen specter who chairs the senate judiciary committee committee said that while he did vote to have it brought to the entire committee for uh review that if it was brought to the senate floor he would oppose it um and we're seeing a lot more of that where where people are 
going to be opposing um, this particular amendment. And, and um, hopefully, if it does go to the Senate floor, it won't be passed. Right. Exactly. Does anyone else hear whiskey? <laughs> I do. Yeah, that's what I was kind of laughing about. I do hear I'm whiskey. I'm sorry. I was um, At first, I thought it was the wind whistling between my ears. Aww. Aww. But, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. <laughs> no. Because no one else could hear that but I'm me. Unless I'm hearing it from here. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I just think that, that well, because something similar, the state of Texas is on a, you know, three to f- or three-fourths percentage of the vote enacted a constitutional amendment. I really think that one of the things that I'm flabbergasted about with all of this stuff is that how lightly people are taking constitutional amendments. Yes. That they're not more concerned that it's a constitutional amendment. You know what I mean? And I think part of it is that people don't really understand what the the Constitution is. Like, what are we talking about? I think that's a really big problem is people don't realize this is a whole nother ball of It's not just a law. But right. could it be also that maybe the folks that are voting take it that seriously? That they're saying that this is... I think some of them do. That I want it to be a constitutional amendment because I need it to be much yes, more biblical law here. Yes, I think some of them do. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I also... When, the other thing that is flooring me about all of this is like, how could that many people in our country think that, that, that doing this, something that is pretty much counterposed to everything all the social programs going on in all the other industrialized nations in the world is a good idea for our country. Well, we're also the people that re-voted uh, Bush into office Absolutely. even after all the things Absolutely. that we did and, and caused and cut such chaos around the world right. because of him deciding to... Oh, they to, all hate us. Well, and and yeah, we still right. voted him back in. It's right. like, why don't we vote someone that's going to, you know, that, that's going to be a positive influence right. for us. Right. Yeah, and I actually read today that there's now, there's been a lot of talk a, a sort of behind-the-scenes talk that the the Dems and maybe the GOP will actually back a woman for president in 2008 because um, people are so disgusted. Like, and then somebody's opposition says, "That's not how I want to see a woman get elected president." Like, yeah, now you come in and clean up our mess. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the role of a woman to mm-hmm. clean it up. Mm-hmm. And and um, but so I just wanted to put that out there and like keep people. Keep people's eyes and ears peeled. I just can't imagine that in the political climate we are in, that like we would have a woman could even win the vote as president. Just because if you think about like what is the root of you know, for example, the federal amendment, gay marriage. I mean, what's at the it's gender, it's gender issues, and it's It's, sexism, right? Right. It's sexism at like just the basic base, yeah. So I mean, I would just be really surprised. So make a connection for me. I don't quite understand. Um, I, I, quite, I don't quite understand the um, well because why they, is it sexism at the basic root. Because if you think about what I mean, as, in essence, what they're talking about is that there are strict definitions of what a man is, and there are strict definitions of what a woman is, and those strict definitions help define what marriage is. And if you lose that definition of marriage, you then lose your understanding of gender. Like you throw everything up into this huge, like, oh my goodness, we're gonna, you know. This is insanity right. where, you know, men are going to be with men and women are going to be with women. And then no one's going to know who wears the pants and who's going to run the country. And we're going to go into, you know, mm-hmm. blackouts. Gonna and there's going to be Armageddon. I mean, and it's 
it's just a tool in which to keep people in their assigned little box with mm-hmm. their assigned label. Mm-hmm. Which I think that that's the thing is that it doesn't work for the majority of us. And I, I, I mean, I mean, if there, most people stop a, and think about it, you don't fit into the box. No. You there's some part of you that doesn't fit into that box. Right. So and, and yet we no s- one I really know does. Well, but there are some but, people I mean, that there it are does. people that are closer, mm-hmm. right? To I mean, the definition. I mean, like I have a brother-in-law who's very clear about the fact that his he feels male. He has the biological parts of male. He likes to dress in male clothing. He likes uh, male societal male um, uh, things or whatever. For him, he doesn't understand how you could veer from that. He does it totally right. fits him. And so right. this is what he provides for his family. I mean that is his right. thing. And I think that it's one of those things that, that it's about privilege that you don't understand it if you've got it. Right. You don't and see it, it if you have it. That's right. It's very it's a completely in, it's invisible to me sometimes that I have white privilege. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to really be conscious and understand that I and have I, it. And I think it's a difficult concept to even to be able to sit down and like physically show someone this is even mm-hmm. even with all the activities that you can do around explaining your privilege and and identifying what your privilege is, it's still a concept that is hard to to wrap your head around and it also forces you to say well i sort of play a role in what's happening in right. our society and that's not comfortable i don't want to i didn't do it you know i didn't start this i'm just mm-hmm. and i think that's why people are so hesitant to make that try and make those connections for themselves mm-hmm. because it implies that you have responsibility beyond what you may feel mm-hmm. you know you may feel like i wake up every day i go to my job i provide for my family i come home i don't bother anybody i don't commit crime i don't you know i do what quote unquote i'm supposed to do mm-hmm. how am i to blame for what's happening and and that's right. a scary thing to ask people to do right and so we need to be conscious of that as well, is that it's not an easy process. It wasn't, it's not, I mean, you, it's, and it's an ongoing process. And right. You can't even get people to go to the gym every day. You're going to get them to think about their privilege. I mean. Can I take a risk and ask you guys, um, like, when was the first time that you realized um, of your privilege? I have privilege. No, I'm kidding. Oh, well, that's very good. <laughs> well, Meredith. Wow. Okay. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. I mean, I remember the first time that I, it dawned on me. And that was one of those things where when I started listening to uh, friend, Friends of a Friend's stories and started realizing, like, all I had were, uh, like, white male friends or white female friends from the same class. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, the class of 19 such and such. Right. Um, I'm talking about the socioeconomic class. and. And realizing that, yes, we had a lot of shared experiences, a lot of shared opinions, but then when I stepped out of that box and started listening to other things, um, or other people, um, wow, that was kind of interesting, saying things. But anyway, um, other, other people's stories and realizing how different of an experience that they had, um, or of the same, or having the same situation, uh, being, experiencing the same event, mm-hmm. but so differently. And realizing that that is, and I was just, and I, and I, so I started to look at that, like, like at my privilege. And I couldn't name it. I couldn't figure out what it was right. that, that made us different. It was just like, I still believe that that was a human being or that, that was in front of me. Mm-hmm. But how could they have had such a different experience a than different I do? Experience. Why are you struggling with this particular thing? And I started realizing I, I, I grew up in a, 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 a more of an upper middle class. I had the education. And so I was able to maneuver in the world. 
and and that's when I started realizing where my privilege was. You know, I can't remember the exact moment when I realized that I had it. I think it was a process for me. I think one of the the standout experiences of of seeing it was um, my partners of color, mm-hmm. and we were up north in the thumb of Michigan camping, and we went into this small store in a small town. And it was a it's such shop, you know, they didn't really sell like groceries or drugstore stuff or anything, but they didn't also sell it wasn't antiques, it was some weird mm-hmm. kind of store, you know. And it had two levels and we were followed everywhere we went in that mm-hmm. store and that had never happened to me before. Even when I was like a punk teenager, like had pink hair on, you know, and mm-hmm. like even when I looked like that, I was never really followed around a store. But I was and I mean you guys have seen my partner. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like a roughneck of nope. any sort. Nope. She's in kind of the opposite, right? So, <laughs> yeah. but it was very much of um, uh, an eye-opening experience for me, for right. sure. Right. I'm with Chrissy. I don't know that I can identify exactly when I realized about my privilege, like, but it was definitely a process process of like hearing other people's stories and realizing, yeah. like, wow. I, I had it pretty easy. I I lived a very sheltered mm-hmm. life as a young kid. Right. Like I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that a lot of people have that experience and it's a it's a matter of of going outside of your boundaries and meeting people and hearing their stories and thinking